Welcome! This is the CGMI Living Springs Gospel Podcast. Stay tuned as you listen to the Word of God. We've defined worship time and time again, year in, year out, because we always have Heart and Soul Cafe. Um, so let's gist this morning a little. I think I'm more in a gisting mood. The act of worship is praising God for his faithfulness to keep his word. Now, amongst all the many definitions of worship you have, I want you to add this one. That the act of worship is praising God for his faithfulness to keep his word. Amen. Time and time again, we've we've defined worship to to mean exalting a being. Giving praise and adoration to something. That's what it means to worship. To, to reverence, to exalt. Now, we're adding that we are exalting him for his faithfulness to keep his word. So when we lift up our voice to worship, we remind ourselves of what God has done and who God is. Hello? Worship is the act of reminding ourselves and God of who he is and what he's done. Worship is acting in faith. What is faith? Faith is absolute trust and confidence in the ability and capacity of something or someone. So when I trust for instance, when I trust that my car, if you put um, half tank, fill it up to half tank, the fuel, it can get me to Benin. When I have half tank and you say, let's go to Benin, I can go. Right? Why? Because there is confidence in my heart that the level of fuel I have, I trust the consumption of this car. That's what faith is in God. I trust his ability. And so worship is an act of faith. Worship is reminding yourself of his ability and exalting him for it. Every time you remember his ability, fear disappears from your heart. The reason why fear lives in our spirit or why fear lives with us is because we have failed to remember who God is. Hello? For every situation about your life, do you know God has revealed himself about it? Now, Scripture talks about God. And for every time God revealed himself to his people, he revealed himself based on the situation that was happening. Right? And so when they needed healing, he revealed himself as a healer. When they needed direction, he revealed himself as the one that can show them a way. He became a light. Right? So every circumstance is, gives us the opportunity to experience God. Now, in Christ, God is revealed in his fullness. So if I have an issue, what I need to do is to remember Jesus. Because as I see him, I see who God is regarding that situation. Amen. I'll give you an example. Sunday I wasn't feeling very well. 
And so I even left church just immediately after service. I had to go rest. And I think it was on Monday. I'd already made up my mind that, okay, by Monday I was going to get drugs and everything. I called the only younger brother I have to come and just go help me get something around the estate. And before I got to the house, the Spirit of God reminded me that, what's wrong with you? Where's my word? And he said, you're not taking any drug, oh. What have I said about what you're going through? And mind you, it's, it's the one infirmity that, keep, that breaks me down. If I have malaria, I don't, I don't care. If I have flu, I feel worse than someone that has HIV, malaria, typhoid, um, call all the disease together, put them together. I feel worse than that. I burn temperature, my, my joints start to pain me. It's terrible. But God said, no, you're not, you're not doing that. Oh. You must find out what I've said and you must hold it. And so I held on. He came to us and I said, no, don't worry. God has said I should eat his word. I said, so for this one, maybe it's time this thing ends. Because jokingly, I used to tell you, I said, the demons that come to me for flow are the ones that were on the cross with Jesus. When they're kneeling him, I said, they don't, they don't use to hear words when I talk to them. Every other thing, if I pray, they just answer. But when I have, when I have flu, nothing answers. Yeah, like as if the anointing does not work. But it worked this time. Why? I forgot about what it does to me and I started to look at Jesus. It didn't vanish one day. But the more I fell down, the more I looked at Christ. The more I kept reminding myself that, see, healing is the children's bread. So I kept, I kept telling myself, how can you lack what you eat daily? If scripture says that he took your infirmity, where is this infirmity coming from? And so I began to remind my spirit and I began to thank God for his healing. So I didn't pray to get well. I started to thank him that I'm already healed. Temperature went. I don't, I don't even know when. Body pain went. I don't even know when. Because my attention became on his ability and his capacity no longer on the things I was going through. That's what worship does for you. We heard the story of Paul and Silas, right? They were in the prison. And scripture says they prayed and then they began to give praise. Now, every time you begin to praise God, you stop seeing the issues in front of you. Because praise is magnifying God. It means that the situation becomes smaller and God becomes bigger. And whenever you are able to exalt God, you see God. The reason why it looks like as if God is far from you is because all you see is your issue. Hello? I'll tell you how that works. Do you remember the story of Jacob? When Jacob wanted to marry. Can you remember? Scripture says in the house of Laban, there are two sisters, Abby. Jacob liked the younger sister. But in the custom of his to-be father-in-law, elder sister must marry before younger sister. And so the father deceived Jacob, right? And gave him the elder sister first. And then Jacob had to serve again. So he married two sisters. Because of love. Amen? Now, it came to the time when Jacob needed to leave. And he went to him and said, okay, I've worked for you, settle me. And the man said, no problem, what do you want? You know, he gave a formula that didn't make sense. 
He said, every animal that has spots, I'll take. But the one that is clean, you will have. Abi? And Jacob took stick and colored. I don't know how that is biologically possible. It's like this. Your wife is pregnant. But because your wife is always looking at the driver, your child comes out looking at your driver. Hello? You will ask questions, Abby. Some people are laughing. They're thinking about it. There's going to be war. But you know that's what that's the principle that he applied. It wasn't spotted animals that mated with clean or non-spotted. It was non-spotted, mating with non-spotted, giving birth to spotted animals. Why? The animals were looking at spots. That tells me that the more we look on Jesus, the more we become Jesus, the more the problems in our lives begin to fade. And We look on Jesus by worshipping him. Every time you exalt him, you look at him. And the more of him you see, the more of him you become, the more of him you see in your life. Your focus reflects on your life. Hallelujah. Ah, Psalm 136. David was writing. He says, oh, give thanks to the Lord for his good. Why? He says his mercy is just forever. So thank him because he's merciful. Not because you've experienced mercy. But because you know that his nature is merciful. Next verse he wrote. He says, oh, give thanks unto the Lord. The God of God for his mercy and just forever. Next verse. Oh, give thanks to the Lord of, of Lords for his mercy endure it forever. Next verse. To him who alone doeth great wonders. What happens? For his mercy. So when they tell you that God is angry with you, remember his mercy. When someone tells you the reason why you have not made progress is because you are from a family and in that family there is a problem remind yourself that his mercy mercy allows you receive pardon when you are guilty that's what mercy does eh? Shanumi Shabi Abio that's, that's, that, that's how the people in this, in this state said, Nabi. Shanumi, Baba. You only say that when you know you are wrong. But now David is telling us, whether you say it or not, he's merciful. So what you need to do is to remember. For as a man thinketh in his heart, when a man thinks he's condemned, he's condemned. When a man thinks he has obtained the mercies of God, he begins to live in the mercies of God. So the reason why you're not seeing God's mercy in your life is because you think that God is not merciful towards you. But oh, give thanks to the Lord of Lords because his mercy, it endures 
to endure means to stay to be sustained in spite of things that can discourage it his mercy is not discourageable hallelujah so when we worship God we do not worship God for what we want we worship God for who he is our needs become unimportant all we care about is who God is who is God to you because that tells me that you cannot really worship God except you know God Jesus said it to the woman now he said you worship what you do not know right but we worship who we know for salvation is to the Jews knowledge is important for worship I cannot tell glory you can sing except I've heard him sing or except somebody has also told me that he can sing amen so the reason why you don't know God is good is because you have never studied about God so a Christian that does not read his Bible cannot worship God you can sing but you cannot worship the reason why when you sing it doesn't mean anything to you is because you just sing you have a good voice but you do not have a personal knowledge of who you are singing about our song is supposed to reflect our knowledge but when there is no knowledge the song is empty that's why you can worship God at the end of the day you still feel empty hello that's why it's easy it's easy for choir to sing and when they are singing you are singing but immediately they stop singing you hold your phone and start pressing it is so quick for you to disconnect hello can we be real if you are truly in God's presence enjoying his presence when the music is going on when the music stops you can't stop so quickly every time you have truly worshipped when the person reading stops even if you are not saying anything your spirit is still boiling so do we worship God Jesus said God is a spirit he says and they that will worship him must worship him in spirit it must go beyond the music it must come from a point where you know what you're saying do you know what you're saying God is good man are you sure do you know if you do not know you will say it because people said he's good and when circumstance hits you you will start to look for a solution so the reason why people run up and down why believers run up and down looking for solution is because believers have not come to a point of knowledge hallelujah recounting the past victories of Christ is one of the easiest way to magnify him think about what he has done before What has he done for you before? Okay, not for you. What has he done for your neighbor? Hello? Because he may not, he may, I don't know, it's possible he has not done anything for some of you. But he died for you, shall. In case you don't know, let me tell you today, as your pastor, Jesus died for you. And that's something. 
And then God said, he said, scripture says, Paul's writing, he said, if he gave us Christ, how much more shall he not freely give us all things along with him? So if I remember that he gave me Jesus, I'm no longer afraid of achieving everything because I know with Jesus comes with everything. I in church this morning. Is it, because, is it because I'm not shouting today? I'm not jumping up and down. It's not every day now. Amen? But I need you to learn this. See, lack of knowledge is the fear of fear. And fear is the fear of, is, is the fuel for failure. Everything you are, you are afraid of will happen to you. If you are afraid to fail, you fail. The reason why you are afraid to fail is because you do not know that there is already success in your life. The very day you realize that you have Jesus and Jesus cannot fail, you stop being afraid to fail in anything. He already said, I will bless the labor of your hand. So that means that anything you decide to put your hand, that thing does not have a choice but to be blessed. So the reason why you are calling pastor, pastor, please pray for this business, is like I'm going to fail. It's because you do not know that your hands are blessed already. And pastor, I tell you, don't worry, I will pray for you this night. Unfortunately, that night, pastor and the wife not quarrel. Pastor sleeps in anger and doesn't pray for you. Amen? And then you go to shop the next day. Every other person is selling, you're not selling. And you say, God has abandoned you. No. You have rejected knowledge. Hallelujah. Why do we praise? We remember what God has done, right? So you can see things in Ephesians 3 verse or Ephesians 1 verse 3 to 14 in Ephesians 2 4 and 5 we, we are reminded of the love of God in Ephesians 2 4 and 5 we're reminded of the love of God if you read John 5 verse 24 and 25 you will see that God has already made you alive so when you remember that God has made you alive you scream for joy you may be sick, but you remember that, hey, I've been made alive in Christ. And so you scream. You may be feeling depressed and you remember God's love in Ephesians 2 and you scream and you say, human beings may not love me, but I'm loved by the one that made all. Hallelujah. Scripture tells us that we've been raised up with him. Paul was writing, he said, we're crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, we live, yet not us, but Christ that lives in us. That means that God is in me. Hey, have you heard this thing before? Where they say one with God is majority. Do you know what that means? It means when they are voting, you are majority. Hello? He says, surely they will gather but not unto me. He says, so they will scatter. And so you're not worried that people are gathering against you because you know as they gather. So you don't wake up at night to be praying, Lord, whoever is gathering against me, as I begin to pray now, Lord, I send fire. No, no, no. You wake up at night and you say, Father, I thank you because they are gathering. But as they gather, they are scattering already. And so your midnight prayer is not a battle. It's worship. Hello? 
So when you get up, when you get up in the morning, you remind yourself. He says, the sun will not smite you by day, nor the moon by night. He said, I will bless your going out and your coming in. And so as I'm going out, I'm blessed. I'm walking into an office. My boss is a terrible person, but my God. My God is more terrible than my boss. Oh. And so I enter the office with a consuming fire. The most important reason why you worship, for me, okay, let me be like this. My most important reason why I worship, sir, is that I'm saved. saved have you ever told God thank you for saving me so those of you that came out from Christian homes your father is a pastor your grandfather is a pastor your great-grandfather was a bishop well maybe that's why some of you don't really you don't really understand some people understand but sir, some people don't understand but some people understand even though your father's a pastor some of you still understand but some of you don't you don't understand what some of us, where we are coming from. Amen? But I'm glad I'm saved. I probably have been stealing ballot box yesterday. Maybe I'd have been one of the people that army caught and they were flogging. But I'm saved. And so there are some things I don't do. Hallelujah. Can we just worship God? Thank you for listening to the CGMI Living Springs Godful Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at CGMI underscore L Springs.